Bible commands us to cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression. This is the Cry Aloud broadcast with evangelist Ted Houston. This is evangelist Ted Houston. Thanks for being with us today. Today we continue with the question of Psalm 11.3. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Oh, how I love my God. How I love my family. How I love Israel. How I love America. And I love all of them because we are so blessed. God is so wonderful. The family is just such a blessing. Israel, God's chosen people, uh, from where we got our faith, from where we got our Bible, from where we got our Savior. And Lord, America, what a blessing to be an American. And the foundations are under attack because the Bible's under attack. And we have talked about what we can do because if the foundation gets destroyed, there's nothing we can do. But there's hope. We have hope. Second Chronicles 7, 14 my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. And then God says, I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sins, and will heal their lands. James 4, 8 through 10, spoken in the New Testament, the, the corresponding truth, draw nigh to God. He will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. There should be prostrating of us, humbling ourselves, mourning and weeping and heaviness, recognizing how, how proud and how wicked we are before a holy and righteous God. And then there needs to be a turning from our wicked ways, a cleansing of our hands, a purifying of our hearts, not just an acknowledgement of sin, but a repentance of sin, a true change of our life from living sinful to not living sinful, living righteous. And then we're to pray. And last broadcast, we talked about the prayers for forgiveness. But there's also another kind of prayer we need to pray. It's called the prayer of fervency. That word there, if my people will pray and seek my face, the word seek there means to strive after, to beg, to beseech. James says, be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned in mourning and your joy to heaviness. Jesus here is talking about, and the Bible's talking about what I call fervent prayer. It says that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. James 5, 16, confess your faults one to another, pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent, that word fervent means hot, burning, intense, passionate, zealous prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Elias prayed with like passion as we had the same passion. We are. He prayed earnestly that it might not rain, it rained not. And he prayed again and heaven gave rain. And so I believe that God says that we need to pray fervently, hot, burning, intense, passionate, zealous prayers, not prayers, now I lay me down to sleep, good food, good meat, thank you, Lord, let's eat, 
but we need to burn with an intent passion. Oh God, oh God, we beseech thee. Oh God, we beg thee that thou mightest hear our prayer and forgive our sins. Jesus, I believe, was the great example, greatest example of fervent prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane, where it says he being in agony prayed more earnestly and his sweat was it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. We ought to pray with such intensity that we sweat as it were great drops of blood. Jesus was praying so intense that the sweat was dropping off his brow. Oh, may God move us to pray with a fervency for a revival to our churches and to our land. May God move us, dear friend. I pray good day. Thank you for listening to the Cry Aloud broadcast with evangelist Ted Houston, produced by Bible Tracks Incorporated of Bloomington, Illinois. Visit BibleTracksInc.org for more information.